Welcome back to another episode of Kindred Conversations. I'm Paris Tews. And I'm Brittany Fry. And um, moment of gratitude. Paris, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Also, I have to say we're recording this early in the morning. And apparently my voice is really different early in the morning. So (laughs) it is me. I'm here. I just sound different. (laughs) Okay. Today I'm feeling so grateful. I'm at the end of my pregnancy, which feels wild to say, especially by the time this episode comes out. Um, yeah, I'm I'm getting I'm getting there. I'm starting to actually prepare, but it has me reflecting back. And honestly, this pregnancy has been really, really hard in a lot of ways. And um it's having me reflect on all of the things that I'm just so grateful for because there have been a lot of things that haven't been ideal, but at the end of the day, I feel like I have seen so many blessings and um, particularly I'll just share one, but I've had to be really active throughout the end of my pregnancy, which has felt pretty like pretty counterintuitive I think you know I'm 36 weeks pregnant and got home from church and put on my walking shoes because I was going on a three mile walk like a three mile brisk walk (laughs) which I just did it it wasn't like I wanted to go lay down and take a nap you know but what I'm feeling so grateful for is just the timing of the seasons with this pregnancy it could not have been more perfect I have taken multiple walks a day and it has just been lovely Um, It was like the very end of summer and the beginning of fall and I was outside all the time and it just made such a big difference. I was thinking like how different it would have felt if I was having to go to the gym rather than just go on a walk outside or like really bundle up. It's been, um, it's taken something that's been hard and actually made it like a sweet and tender experience. So anyways, lots to be grateful for this pregnancy. I'm honestly just feeling like emotional at the end of a pregnancy, you know, but yeah, that's what I'm feeling particularly grateful for today. Okay. I hadn't even thought of that, but like, yeah, how different would it have been if you would have had to go walking in January and February? Like, this is amazing. It's been amazing. And it's been like so consistently nice. Even if it was a couple months before, it would have been so hot and any after, like it's already starting to get pretty chilly and I, yeah, I'm the timing just. And now we're down out. to the wire. Yeah, it it really was perfect timing. That's amazing. I love I'm that. Feeling I'm grateful. So, I'm feeling you so had that grateful. too. Uh, I love that. Um. Okay. I feel like I've had a few things kind of swirling around in my head, but mostly today I am grateful for girlfriends. Um. I am just laughing to myself because (laughs) because, uh, Paris and I met up at the park the other day and I like had a unique situation (laughs) to express like I was just like feeling I don't know frustrated and stressed out about like something so specific and I like, told her the whole story, and before I could even, like, share the details or how I was feeling about anything, like, 
it was like you put the words in my mouth. Like she literally told me exactly what I had been thinking. <laughs> and I, it was just like everything, like all the validation I needed. And I felt like I had tried to express these exact same things to Johnny and he just did not understand. And poor man was trying his best, you know, like he was just working his hardest to make sure I was happy. And <laughs> just like missing the mark on like understanding what was going on to begin with and I just think like we have to have girlfriends <laughs> like it's so it's just so meant to be you know I don't think like men and women are clearly different and it's so sweet to have a supportive spouse but at the end of the day like your male counterpart isn't always going to understand the specific oh inner workings of your female brain and I'm grateful to have girlfriends that can understand me and validate me. And anytime I'm just like in one of those situations where I'm like, no one else gets this, then I know I can go to my friends and they do, they do get it. And anyway, I think every mom and, and, you know, on top of, on top of just being a woman, like being a mom, every mom needs that, those people. So anyway, yeah. especially grateful for that today. <laughs> okay. Also, I'm laughing because you're saying like it was a specific experience, a specific unique experience. And it totally felt that way when you were going through it. But as you were telling it to me, I'm like, yes, this is a canon event. This is what happened. We go through this. <laughs> and girlfriends, they just fill such a different role because no matter how supportive Johnny wants to be, he doesn't get it. we love like we love him and he doesn't get it and he fills roles that obviously your girlfriends can't fill but yeah wow we need each other for sure oh totally totally yeah I was laughing even after I talked to you I like came home and try I was like okay wait I talked to Paris and she put everything she literally said everything I was saying so I'm just gonna say it to you the way she said it to me so that you can understand why I was feeling frustrated and he just was like at a loss just like <laughs> Just did not get it. <laughs> You're like, anyway. we love you. You don't need to understand, but just know it's yes. normal. Okay. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Literally, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay. Today's episode is um, a Halloween episode, and I'm excited about it. We're going to talk a little bit about um, Halloween traditions and just kind of what we're doing this year, and then also. We have a few stories that we collected from the Instagram asking people for spooky toddler stories. So mostly just in fun sharing, um, yeah, the craziness of having little kids. So I'm excited <laughs> to read those. And we definitely got uh, some last over them, so I'm excited to share. Yeah, no, me too. Um, Okay, but Halloween this year. How are you feeling? Baby's coming literally right around Halloween. So how are oh you God. feeling? What's your plan? Yes. Okay, I'll share. So I will be 39 weeks on Halloween, and I've never been pregnant longer than 39 weeks. But obviously, that's a very real possibility. Um, yeah, to be honest, I don't think I'll go much longer than that just because of my gestational diabetes. Also, like, I've already... I got checked at 36 weeks and things are already moving. So anyways, I'd be surprised if I make it that long, but we will see. Um, but 
I did, I posted about this on Instagram, I got the baby a Halloween costume. So that was either manifestation or just absolutely jinxing, jinxing myself. <laughs> uh, everyone just cross their fingers for me that I have a baby by Halloween. Um, Miles said he really wants me to be a cow. He's being a cowboy. And you know what? That's perfect because I'm not even going to have to dress up. <laughs> I'm just a cow. A producing real dairy cow. So yeah. <laughs> You picked the perfect thing, <laughs> the perfect thing. <laughs> um, but we've done the past couple of years, and it's been so fun. We're the only, well, we've been the only ones with kids, and now my sister has a uh, baby too, and we have hosted the past couple of years at our house a chili dinner just with my family because everyone wants to see my kids it's fun when you're the only one with grandkids you get to be the ones that hold the magic and I feel that so much on Halloween what's more magical than trick-or-treating with my two-year-old and five-year-old or one and a half year old and five-year-old you know that's so that's so fun and so I want to do that again this year even I told my mom and sister maybe I won't be the one making the chili this year but I want my family to come over with chili and we love trick-or-treating in my neighborhood. It feels really great to be part of my community. I love connecting with my neighborhood. My neighborhood goes all out. A lot of them, a lot of them have fun houses and I just, I really like doing it in my neighborhood. So we host my family and it's really simple. You know, we make chili, somebody else brings cornbread and they get a little bit of protein before a ton of <laughs> a ton of candy. But yeah, that's like I mean it's a pretty simple tradition, but it's it's fun. To be honest, most of Halloween for me, um I don't know necessarily why. I think it's kind of my personality, but my birthday's also three days before Halloween. I really enjoy Halloween. It's so fun to me, but going over the top for it has never been so fun to me so I I love celebrating it love doing it but for me chili dinner trick-or-treating perfect that's that's honestly exactly what we do I'm laughing we hadn't talked about this and I didn't know that you also did chili dinner <laughs> but we did that every year growing up so since I have well one of my siblings moved away that lived here so now there's just two other siblings here so my younger brother's um, but yeah, I have whoever is here over every year and same, we just do a chili dinner, which I feel like, uh, for a while I mixed it up and did like a white chicken chili or something different, but we're back to traditional chili again. <laughs> and yeah, I, we also just go in our neighborhood. I know some people drive to like a really fun, special location that they like to go trick or treating at, but I just think there's something like so sweet about going through your neighborhood. And like seeing your neighbors, you know, seeing all the little kids out running around. It's just so fun and special. I agree. So, it's a anyway. connected with your neighbors. Totally. Totally. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what we will be doing. As far as costumes go, I feel like, oh man, we've kind of like done the full, like, I feel like there have been years where we've had family Halloween parties. And so we've all had to dress up. And honestly, Johnny and I both are not dresser uppers. Like if we were going to a specific couple's Halloween party where we had to dress up, like sure. 
but that is just like not we neither of us like get joy from that so um so yeah typically like we don't dress up we just dress up our kids and also we've done like themed like where the kids are the same thing and um yeah just now I feel like my boys are both at an age where like they they don't care about matching and they like really have their own ideas of what they want to be so anyway honestly this year I'm just like fully embracing I feel like three kids has kicked my butt so hard and so we actually I'm like say saying prayers now we are supposed to go to Costco today and hopefully they're not all out of their costumes but we're literally taking our kids into Costco letting them pick out what they want to be there's like a pilot, an astronaut, I don't know what else, but I know those were on the list. Costumes so, are cute, them out. too. They're so cute. And honestly, we used, so last year, oh, we had the fireman costume last year, and we also have just, like, Wells' other Halloween costume was Lightning McQueen. And my boys pull them out multiple times a week. Like, they will dress up and do it all the time. So, anyway, I'm like, that's great. They're cheap. And anything, I feel like anything I did more than that at this point would just feel like extra for myself. Like I would be spending money for like me to be more pleased. And so I'm just like, no, not worth it. Like they will be, it will be so magical. They will be just as happy, like getting something so quick and easy and inexpensive. So anyway, that's our plan for costumes, which hopefully they've got sizes in stock. (laughs) Yes. For me, Miles really cares this year. He really cares. He really wanted to match with Lola and me and Pierce. Me and Pierce aren't huge dresser uppers either, so so we'll see how that go- well how that goes. Uh, he <laughs> wants to be a cow too, <laughs> which we'll see how that goes. But he really wanted to be something with him and Lola, and I I wanted to let him pick. But the hard thing about a four and a half year old, at least my four and a half year old, is he wants to be something different every day. And so he wanted to be a fireman, then he wanted to be a fireman ghost, then he wanted to be an astronaut, then he wanted to be a boy mermaid. <laughs> and then <laughs> and I were like, oh, hopefully that one doesn't really <laughs> stick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that one lasted like 24 hours. And then he wanted to be a cowboy. And finally, when he said cowboy, that was the first thing that really like there was an easy thing to do with Lola. And so I was like, okay. And the timing was right. It was early enough that, you know, if I ordered it, it was going to be here right on time for his first Halloween party. Anyways, I ordered it. He's going to be a cowboy and I'm sure he'll probably change his mind again at some point. But, you know, I told him we bought one Halloween costume. If you want to be, if you want to be a fireman one day, you can borrow one from Brooks. You can wear your astronaut costume from last year. Uh, so that's kind of how we did it this year. We just waited until there was something that the timing made sense because I wanted to order his costume a while ago. And then I was like, I should probably wait. And I'm really glad. Really glad. Oh, totally. I know. I'm like wondering at what point, at what point they actually decide what they want and stick to it. Because that's just the name of the game. Like every day is a new, is a new thing. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, you're being a you're being a cowboy, and if you want to borrow something else from someone, you totally can. But I'm not buying I'm not buying any more costumes. Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I take it more. I mean, I know some people's kids probably are like adamant about whatever it is that they end up choosing the very last. 
but I, I've like taken it as like my kids genuinely just don't care. <laughs> like if it's, if it's changing every few hours, then like, mm, I think we can pull anything off and you're going to be excited about it. <laughs> excited to dress up, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. That he was absolutely dead set on for months. I would make sure that he was that thing, but he's very changeable and Lola didn't care. Lola didn't care. So Miles yeah. got to her Halloween costume this year. Oh, oh my gosh. Adorable. I- thing so I got her uh these red little cowgirl boots and I'm this I feel like we feel the same about it I Halloween it's not a place I like to spend a ton of money it's just not worth it to me so Lola's costume she has a denim jacket I'll probably end up getting a cowgirl hat and then I'm just gonna have her wear a little a little dress and I got red cowgirl boots that are so cute so i'm like i spent her whole costume budget on her boots and i mean they were like they were actually a great deal but they're so cute we got home last night and she put them on she would not take them off she went to sleep in them them, and she went down so easy just wearing her cowgirl boots i i did take them off and she just screamed so i put them back on put her in bed and she went to bed (laughs) I went to check on her a couple of hours later and she had taken the boots off, but she was snuggling with them. No. <laughs> all, of our, so all of our wildest dreams came true about the red boots. Like, why did we know she was going to love them? <laughs> oh my God, it's so cute. It's so cute. Anyways, I'll, I took a picture of her snuggling her red boots, so I'll have to post it. Cute. But she's so cute. Anyways, I'm so excited. I want to know what you do about candy there is something really hard to me and this I should I should probably do some work on but there's something really hard to me about just letting my kids go crazy with the candy it's just so much it's so it's so much if I don't regulate it in some way my kids are just going to be totally off their rockers until it's gone (laughs) Totally. Um, I know it is kind of an interesting, I know people have like lots of different tactics, but I will just say my kids are not, I mean, Brooks was, or Wells was probably a little bit too young last year. So I will be curious to see how it goes this year. Um, but my kids, you know, you have people talk about how their kids are like collectors and they'll like have little knickknacks and they remember them. They're like, mom, where's that thing specific, you know, or like, where's that picture I drew yesterday and I left it here. Like that is absolutely not my kids, which I take. It's just like a huge advantage (laughs) for me because I will throw absolutely everything away and they never ask about it. And so honestly, like that's how it goes with candy, which sounds, I don't know, maybe bad, but I um, tell them they can have like a certain, like last year, I think I was like, oh, you can pick three pieces that you're going to have. And of course they're like eating a piece here or there as we're like walking around, you know, going trick or treating. But um, once we get home, I'm like, you can have three pieces. And then after that, you can pick one out every day. And I just like put it on a really high shelf, like in the, in our cupboards And so for the first couple, I think like literally the day after Halloween, I'm like, yeah, you can both pick one out with lunch. You know, they're like mini size. So it's whatever. And then we all forgot about them and I just threw it away and no one ever asked. (laughs) 
That's amazing. So that's honestly, Halloween amazing. went very smoothly for us. But um, but the original plan was like you can pick out one candy. Like you can have a candy with lunch every day, which I'm like more than fine with. So yeah, until it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So last year we did. Have you heard of the Switch Witch? Yes. Yes. So I know people the, swear by this. We did the Switch Witch, and I actually don't think I'm going to do it this year. I just feel like it is the candy is so fun, and Miles has been so excited about the candy, and he keeps saying, "Mom, I'm going to share all my Halloween candy with you," which is so tender. <laughs> um, but I, I want to let him have that experience. And last year, the Switch Witch felt right. This year, this year, I think I'll do more what you'd do of I'll I'll let him do whatever he wants honestly on Halloween and if he gets a stomach ache great he can learn a lesson <laughs> you know um but after that I think we'll do one piece of candy a day and I honestly like I think he'll understand that you know so that's kind of my plan for this year but last year we did switch witch and so I let him pick out a toy um a toy on Amazon and it was just waiting and I let him eat candy on Halloween. Then at the end of Cal and um, then at the end of the night, he traded in all of his candy for the toy and he was thrilled about it. Everyone was happy. And yeah, honestly, I felt like, like for that, I don't know if it was that age or just that phase for him, but that felt really good. Then this year, honestly, Lola, I am just going to try and, like try and help her or not let her know that candy can be eaten. I'm hoping we can <laughs> a toy because she's 20 months and doesn't, doesn't need that. Or I feel like have the skills to regulate that yet. So that's, <laughs> we'll, put her, we'll put her to bed and let miles eat it. But um, yeah. And I don't even, I don't even think she'll trick or treat. I think she'll just walk around cute in her cowgirl costume. So um, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking with candy this year. So I know it's so hard to, and that's the other thing. I feel like every kid responds differently too. Like it might be a yeah. big deal in some houses to be like, Hey, you can only pick three, but like my kids are stoked. You know what I mean? I'm like, you can pick three. And they're yeah. like, yeah, what are we going to pick? <laughs> and I, if I felt like it was like, no, go ahead. Oh, wait. No, you, but but you wouldn't make it a big fight. Like, right, right. Is that, I'm guessing no. that's what. If I felt yeah. like it was going to be like a really big deal or like be a downer on Halloween that it was like, oh, we just went trick or treating and got all this candy. And now like, and now My it's going to be this big fight that I'm like, you can have three pieces and I'm going to take the rest. Then like, I totally wouldn't pull that, you know? Yeah. But yeah. because it's that's like, they're so stoked. Like, okay, lay it all out. Look at it all. Yeah. Pick out your three pieces that you want. It feels special and fun. And it's like totally not a big deal. So if I can make it work, I'm definitely going to try and minimize the candy. Yeah. Same. Oh, same. But, but probably, probably more like, yeah, going forward than like actual Halloween. Okay. Want to know what my parents did? Because I was also raised by a mom that just did it. You know, that's the thing about candy is, or about Halloween is the amount of candy you can get is unlimited. It's, <laughs> it's not like, it's, it's not like it's a manageable amount. It could be like a pillowcase full that could last you way too long and just wreak some real havoc, okay? But <laughs> my parents, oh my gosh, I'm totally calling my, my parents out. I, I hope this is okay. But what my parents did is, because my dad's a doctor, and so... 
And so we would like eat our candy for like a couple of days. Then my dad would be like, do you guys want me to take any to the hospital for the kids who couldn't trick or treat? So we'd all pull our ca- pull a ton of candy to give it to the kids at the hospital who couldn't trick or treat. I'm not sure, but I do not think that that candy, <laughs> that that candy ended up at the hospital. No. <laughs> I, can't see, I cannot see a world in which my dad was like, yeah, these kids that are that are sick in the hospital need candy. <laughs> I don't think that happened. I don't think that they happened. were raising they were raising thoughtful children <laughs> along with health <laughs> along with healthy ones. <laughs> like, don't come at my parents for that. Don't come at my parents. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dying. But looking back on that as an adult, I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't think that happened. I think <laughs> so. I'll have to ask for confirmation, but yeah, oh, I love it. Should we go through our stories? Yep. Yep. I was just going to say, I'm going to read the first one. She said, don't know if it's appropriate to share on the podcast, but it's definitely spooky and also hilarious. (laughs) I was three days postpartum and it was my first day home from the hospital. I was healing from a C-section and my milk was coming in. I was feeling so uncomfortable. My nipples were bleeding, cracked, and so painful to the point that the touch of cloth on them was unbearable. My baby had a poor latch due to a tongue tie, and I didn't know it at the time. I used all the various creams, hoping to get some relief, and was letting them air out. So here I am with boobs triple their normal size, bleeding nipples, raging hormones, sleep-deprived, hunched over in my postpartum undies, and my three-year-old looks at me and shudders. (laughs) Literally, audibly shudders. I've never been more humbled in my life. (laughs) (laughs) everything about this situation just cracks me up i'm like it's so relatable it's so relatable and there's something about just like this three-year-old girl just like (laughs) seeing her mom in the state just be like ooh, (laughs) and like one day like more than likely this three-year-old girl will also be in that position (laughs) you know (laughs) so funny Okay, someone said toddler tale. My first was two years old and potty training, and my husband was in a job where he left before she woke up and came home after she was in bed most days. We had just started quiet time, and I heard a loud crash come from her room. I walked into her holding her curtains on the floor with her curtain rod pulled out of the wall and hanging off one end. She basically tried to be Tarzan and swung them off the wall. While I was unscrewing the other end of the rod and trying to pull it down, she pooped and used an entire roll of toilet paper to wipe. And then apparently she got some in her pants slash underwear, so she tried to rinse them out in the sink. So I came I came out of her room after taking down the toilet or the curtain rod and had a toilet full of toilet paper and poopy pants to clean next. And a really cute toddler who was just trying to help. And it's... A, Amazing what toddlers can do in 20 minutes. (laughs) I was dying at this one because I just, like, this situation would have 100% happened in my house. Oh, totally. Miles (laughs) Miles has curtains in his room, too, and 100% he uses them like they're aerial dancing fabrics. Like, he finds (laughs) them. know and slides down them and they're anchored into the wall but I'm like any day that thing's gonna break so I really oh my gosh but the poop on top of it is 
wild. Okay, I'm going to share mine really quick because I have I have a horror story. Um, I, sh- I shared about it on stories, so hopefully... Uh, but like so, so few people see our stories compared to our podcast. So it's worth sharing again. But I was making dinner. So just to preface, fajitas are on the stove. They're being sauteed. And Lola had taken off her diaper. And anyways, I'm sauteing di- di- dinner. I look over. I'm like, Lola, Lola's naked. Um, I notice there's poop on the floor. And... <laughs> I noticed there's poop on the floor and so I go to clean it up and then then as I'm cleaning that up she poops on another spot in the floor and steps in it so now Lola is covered in poop like it's it was really messy it was really messy I'm gonna leave the details at that Lola was really messy Miles comes running upstairs frantic we had gotten goldfish that day he comes upstairs frantic he steps in Lola's poop. So now I have two kids covered in poop. Two kids. Two kids in poop. Miles is hysterical. Mom, my goldfish jumped out of the jumped out of his uh, of his bowl. And, and he's dying. Like he's dying right now. So two kids covered in poop. Goldfish dying. Dinner's on the stove. Pierce is gone. So I'm like panicking I just wipe Miles off really quick like I wipe Miles and Lola both off I'm like please don't die please goldfish do not die I come downstairs the goldfish had jumped like quote unquote no, no. Miles was holding, <laughs> was holding the goldfish like you can't give such a loving affectionate child goldfish because their affection has nowhere to go so he was holding the goldfish and then the goldfish got out of his hand behind the dresser so now dinner's burning upstairs. There's poop all over my house. I'm moving the dresser to pick up this goldfish. The goldfish, you guys, the goldfish lived. It was so chaotic. Uh, also, I should say the goldfish lived for like two more days and then they all died. Um, <laughs> it, it was just one of those moments. It was pure chaos. Pure chaos. <laughs> combination of the poop and the dying fish at the same at the exact same time and it's always why is it always while you're in the middle of dinner like just the craziest stuff happened while you're in the middle of dinner no I had a runner in my kitchen maybe you've noticed it's missing there was just too much poop to be salvaged I literally (laughs) just had to throw it away like it wasn't that expensive and it lived a good life and there was poop all over it oh my gosh one day someone will recover it and do one of those rug cleaning videos i have no idea what they were cleaning off i just didn't have have it in me do your kids get naked all the time my kids get naked all the time no never my kids never get naked i do feel like in the middle of transitioning from pajamas to clothes then like sometimes they'll I have one that will like chill out in underwear or diaper like until the clothes are put on but clothes never come off once they're on yeah. it's a gene that my kids have that they <laughs> it's a gene. Their diapers and they stand on the counters <laughs> Lola, turned, Lola turned 18 months she was just like up on the counter like that's just where she chills <laughs> And, uh, anyways, 
Pierce and I are like, what? Why do our kids do this? I swear, not all the kids do this, but our kids just, you know, they get comfortable walking and they're up on the counter. Miles was doing it before he could walk. I know. I remember. I remember. I'm so anxious to see how this third baby is. If she's the same or not. I'm so anxious to see. Anyway, your story cracks me up. I'm like, that is just so classic. And honestly, like, there are some of those moments, like, the first time you're, like, making dinner and you have, like, poop and throw up on you at the same time, it feels like a real rite of passage, you know? You're like, this is it. This is motherhood. I did it. (laughs) Anyway. And then it's what? And then it's, like, a Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. (laughs) And then... You had the dying goldfish in, and I was like, "Yep, that's a class. That's no, gonna be good." It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> okay, somebody said, "Oh, this one is so horrific." I was just taking a bath with my toddler, mind you. This was in the middle of winter, so I wasn't on top of shading as regularly. And he looks down at my lady parts and asks in horror why I have ants down there. <laughs> Not ants, just my hair. Such a humbling moment. <laughs> so funny. I feel like everyone has a good, like, pubic hair toddler story. Um, pr- maybe not appropriate to share, but I'm going to share mine because I <laughs> died over it. But <laughs> Miles got in the shower with me and I just, like, you know, had a little bit of, a little bit of grow out. Miles goes, Mom, your vagina looks like my dad's face. <laughs> <laughs> Pierce keeps his face like pretty well shaven but at the end of the day you know he gets like some stubble and I was just (laughs) dying oh yeah that's what that looks like I I was like Pierce that is the biggest burn (laughs) (laughs) I love it okay Okay. so my two-year-old used to cover the baby in any goopy substance he could find. And she sent a video of her baby and her two-year-old both covered in lotion. <laughs> so I would literally go to the bathroom and come back and the kids would be covered. Okay, I have realized there are just kids. You know, every kid has their thing that they do. You know, my kids, they're dumpers. Any cabinet, any drawer, they will just take everything out for fun all the time. They're dumpers. That's what they do. There's a there's a um, a bag of cereal. Miles was helping me make dinner the other day, and I gave him a bag of frozen corn. He dumped some into the soup, dumped the rest on the floor. Like he's just whatever. And Lola is too. They they're really similar in a lot of those ways. Anyway, this kid he's he's a goopy coverer. That's what yeah. that's what. It and it's so funny how they just have their things that like make you want to pull your hair out. That they do. Totally. Like, just, there's, like, some things that they just have to obsess over because it's so interesting. Yeah. And this cracking up the video of the video. I Like, when she said, like, oh, my two-year-old would, like, do this thing or he covered my baby all the time. I'm like, oh, that's random and funny. And then, like, she said the video. <laughs> and I'm like, this is actually so much more horrifying than I had given it credit for. And it's also hilarious at the same time. Also, that was <laughs> like, horrible to clean up. Oh, because it's oh, greasy. I'm like, no, it's like full bath, full bath, like every day. I'm sure multiple times a day, and like the fact that he went through like a phase of covering the baby in goopy substances <laughs> is so funny to me. Like literally, this video, the baby is 
<laughs> just like looks like he took a bath in lotion. Like he's just all over his head, his back, his face. <laughs> anyway, it was really funny. <laughs> okay, another person said, this is kind of gross, but I was super sleep deprived with one month old newborn and I had reached my limit. I needed sleep. So my parents came over and they offered to spend the night with our kids so my husband and I could go to a hotel to sleep. We were packing up to get ready to go when our toddler woke up in her crib. We walk in and poop is everywhere, literally everywhere. She had taken off her diaper and also had a slug-sized snot hanging from her nose. Like, what is happening? I was just like, yep, we're going to a hotel. See ya! <laughs> Obviously, we helped clean it up, but oh, it was the cherry on top. Needless to say, we went to the hotel and slept for 12 hours straight. Oh my gosh, amazing. That's so amazing and so relatable. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, we've been there. Yeah. But honestly, nice, just like a most amazing parents ever to be like, you go sleep. You go sleep. We'll take yeah. care of this. So, <gasps> so nice. cute. So have, cute. You, have you seen on TikTok, there's like some viral video where this girl has a list of all the horrifying things she finds out about like pregnancy and early motherhood. I actually don't think <laughs> I've heard about it. And people will say if something if something comes up, they're like, add this to the list. It's like this <laughs> one thing, like you didn't realize, first of all, toddler poop is as disgusting as adult poop, a hundred percent. Oh totally. And if I don't think I realized that I was going to, like, it was going to be a normal thing for that to get smeared and I was going to have to clean it up, you know? <laughs> like, 100%, I recommend having children. If you don't want to, this is a good thing to add to the list. You will yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, someone said, I don't know what I was thinking, giving my one-year-old a, a smoothie in his car seat. I was... It was truly a spooky scene once I opened the door to get him out of his car seat. Green smoothie literally poured all over his face and his entire <laughs> You know what? I That's a mistake that I would also make. So I feel you. And I am, oh my- this one makes me laugh so hard because you all know just the shock when you go to get your kid out of their car seat and you're like, what have you been doing back here? Like I, I was just driving along innocently, like with zero idea, and then all of a sudden, you go back there, open the door, and just like <laughs> the scene. Sometimes, and I'm dying. How she says it was truly a spooky scene. Well, <laughs> and you just know how you're going to be spending the next hour of your life. Oh, for so. sure, my mom, my sweet mom. Could just like cannot like cannot resist the urge to give in to my sweet three year old. He just <laughs> knows how to work people. Like he knows how to get the yes he's yeah. looking for, and he just was like, "Nana, I really want, please, I want my peanut butter bagel, please." Anyway, she gave him like what? She gave him a peanut like. It had been a warm toasted bagel with creamy peanut butter, like a ton of creamy peanut butter slathered on it. So, of course, going onto a warm toasted bagel, it made it like extra, extra oh my melty, gosh. you know, melty and soft. And she hands it to him. <laughs> 
every time we got to a stoplight, my mom would just start laughing. I'm like, okay, you can clean up the car seat. <laughs> funny, mom. Anyway, I will say he did his best. Like he he's three, so like he didn't want to make a mess, but he did his best. But inevitably, like peanut butter did end up all over. You know? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> okay. Another person said, this is actually my sister-in-law's story, but she told me I could share it. She was making dinner the other night, and her son came into the kitchen yelling, look, mom, I found a whistle. She looked over at him and noticed he was holding one of her tampon applicators. And he says, watch, woo, woo, it moves back and forth. And she had to swipe it from his mouth with her oven mitt and then proceeded to realize it had been taken from her bathroom trash and was used. Talk (laughs) about horrifying. (laughs) Honestly, like... Yeah. <laughs> that's a story you use to embarrass your teenager <laughs> or like college aged child. <laughs> so bad. Oh my gosh, I died. <laughs> okay, Brent, you have to share yours because yours might be the best. <laughs> okay, I was like laying in bed thinking, like, what is my spooky story? And I have one for sure because it was legit spooky and then it turned into just like so embarrassing and dumb anyway um one day we totally lost brooks like and we have cameras all around our house but anyway basically we just start like any parent you know like brooks come here like you know come here time to get dressed or something we're going somewhere and we're looking and he's just like not showing up and of course then you go to like their known hiding spots and we're like peeking under his bed or whatever Anyway, can't find him. And then I'm like, and and at the time that he like originally went away, um, Johnny and I were like in the middle of a car. Or I think I was on the phone with my mom. That's what I was. I was in, on the phone with my mom and Johnny was working. Anyway, so we just like didn't, did, we didn't think anything of it. Anyway, so it had been a few minutes before we started looking. And then anyway, it escalates to the point of like looking through the entire house Then it escalates to the point of like, we have gone through the entire house. We've been screaming his name. We looked in all his hiding spots. Like, okay, now we're looking in every possible hiding spot in the entire house. We're looking in every single closet, in our cold storage, in the, behind the shower curtains, like any crevice you could find. Like we're looking there, shouting his name, can't find him. At this point, I'm like, he's gone. And anyway, I, you know, just like the sheer, oh, like just sickening panic that like yeah. courses through your veins the second you realize like I actually have no idea where my child is right now and the possibilities that are running through your head I call 911 and call 911 I'm on the phone with them like I'm sobbing I'm r- knocking on all my neighbors doors they are they're all running out looking for him they're calling other neighbors that live in our neighborhood looking like anyway I'm running up and down the trail system looking for him. We've like trails by our house. So I'm like running up and down the trail system looking for him. And, uh, the police get to our house. And anyway, I'm like, I had, I had to be on the phone with 911 for, I don't know, like a while answering questions as they're like on their way. Anyway. So then they show up and they just start like pulling apart every, like literally every single kitchen cupboard. They're like opening it. Anyway, we're all like running and Johnny keeps checking the cameras. Like he keeps going back to the cameras and he's like, Brett, I never saw him leave. Like I never, like we have cameras all around the house. I never saw him leave. 
I'm like, we've torn this house apart and been screaming his name for at this point. I honestly think, I wish I could remember how long it had been. It was at least like 25 minutes that we've been yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I legitimately was like, he's gone. So just, it was so awful. Anyway, all of a sudden we hear one of the police officers like mom, dad found him. Oh my gosh. The relief that hit me and the relief and then pure horror when, (laughs) when I realized he had been height, literally the one spot like had been hiding under my duvet insert. Like just under the covers in my room had been hiding and he, the police officer like throws the covers off and he's like, what are you doing? Where have you been? And he's like, oh, I'm an octopus and octopuses can camouflage really, really good. Oh, (laughs) I couldn't. I couldn't. And he stuck to that bit. The police officer tried to give him like a little lecture for like 10 minutes. No, Brooke stuck to the octopus bit the entire 10 minutes. Like anytime, <laughs> anytime the police officer would be like, your mom and dad are looking for you. Brooke would be like, yeah, but octopuses can camouflage really good. Did you not know that? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was losing my mind. I was literally losing my mind. I was so angry. <laughs> and just like so relieved so angry so embarrassed all at the same time anyway the police officers honestly could not have been sweeter it was a man and a woman they were so kind handled it so so well and then we proceeded to have to tell every single one of our neighbors that was out looking like oh found him under our covers (laughs) after like we've all been running around for 20 minutes and yeah he actually is fine he just wanted to pretend he was an octopus (laughs) and the the police officer was, like, trying to understand. Like, Brooks just loves animals, and he loves random facts about animals, and he loves pretending he's an animal. And the police officer just, like, did not understand. Like, he was like, do you watch, what was it called, like, Octonauts or something? He's like, do you like Octonauts? I'm like, I don't even know what that is. No, he doesn't watch Octonauts. Like, he literally just wants to be an octopus right now. He <laughs> thinks that this is, like, th- this is the extent that we are taking this game to. It's like, I am committing to my animal. <laughs> Even anyway, it was awful. Looking for him, like he knew. Yes, yes, yes. Like he thinks he's being so sneaky. <laughs> oh gosh! And he was. He was being so sneaky. Honestly, so traumatizing. You will oh. never forget that. No, literally that, never. That fa- that story will go down in Fry family history. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, oh my gosh, it was literally the worst day of my life. And then just like it honestly took a couple hours to like process what exactly had happened. Oh my <laughs> like gosh. I'm like, oh no. wait, actually no need for like my body was just like full on freaking out and my child was just pretending he was an octopus. Like <laughs> it's funny, but it's also full on truly, truly traumatic. And oh, it was definitely qualifies for a spooky story. So, thanks for <laughs> thank you everyone who submitted. We got such a kick out of out of reading them. Also, I have to say how funny I thought it was that I we read so many of them, and you know we all are just having such similar experiences. Oh, so <laughs> all the stories that are so spooky are also so relatable, and I just love that we're all in it together. So. I hope you guys have the best Halloweens with your family. Thank you for sharing. I can't wait to see pictures of everyone's cute kids. It's It really is so fun. Halloween is one of those 
holidays that's just, I mean, they all are, but especially Halloween is just so much more fun with little kids. So hope everyone has the best holiday. Um, and we will be with you next week.